I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my workbook series, The Knowledge, will help you make changes like you've never made before. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to be talking about finding love again. Well, for those of you that are going through a breakup and you really think about moving forward in life, it can be really difficult to find somebody that you want to get attached to. I will talk to people all week long mm -hmm. that once they're single again, they're not really open to dating anybody new. Mm -hmm. They don't want to, they go on dates, they don't feel connected, and I try and remind them that you know, you were in love with somebody, you really loved them and you were caring about them and you were attached to them. And so, you know, you're meeting all these new people. So you got to look at them differently. You know, you want to give new people a chance when you're ready mm -hmm. and realize that you're not going to have the same feelings for somebody new that, you know, you did for somebody that you loved. So Margaret's going to talk a little bit about falling in love again and trying to find another relationship because there yes. are often challenges that come oh, along with there that. there are many challenges. And I'm presenting this. Please, if you're one of the people who's struggling with, with this, don't think it's about you. This is a, a lot of cases that I'm talking about here. And one of the most common scenarios I'm, I'm hearing is that eventually people who have been married 15, 20 years probably have kids who are anywhere from 12 or 13 to in their early 20s and they find each other again and they're just thrilled beyond measure because it looks like happiness again. Mm -hmm. So they may date for a while, they may think about um, what they're going to do, if they're going to combine households, if they're going to live separately and spend time together, etc., sure. um, etc. Et Usually, they're in a quite conflicted relationship with the ex, okay? Um, and are very relieved to be divorced and out of that situation and are looking to moving on sometimes together yeah. um, in a single household. And as they move closer and closer toward cohabiting uh, and potentially marrying, it looks like it's really great. They think it's a good thing, right? Mm -hmm. Looks good. There are, however, children caught in the middle of all this who are not at all thrilled. No, they are this. not. No, they are not. And they are often very angry oh, and yes. loyal to the other parent That's or the right. idea of parents being right. together. What looks like a joyous happening to the couple involved looks like a total family disaster to the children. Mm -hmm. Okay? Um, even if you're wonderful and eventually they grow to love you, that is a process that is going to take time. Okay? And I have parents who are terribly hurt when the kids act out and say, well, my child doesn't want me to be happy again. 
it's not that they don't want you to be happy again. They're struggling with their own set of problems, which is quite overwhelming. So let me go on. Um, they see the dissolution of the family, often the dissolution of their family home and their parents not liking each other at all anymore. Sometimes they feel like they're in the middle and that each parent wants them to dislike the other, which they can't do because kids have loyalty. Mm -hmm. And kids can't see beyond this to your happiness. If they could, they would be adults, and they're by no means adults yet. Okay? Um, adolescents don't usually leave parents not knowing how they feel. They do manage to express themselves. Um, they can't say it directly, of course, so what is it that they do? They become extremely passive-aggressive and obnoxious to let you know how unhappy they are. Okay? Um, they do all the little things that kids do, beginning with refusing to pick up their socks, their shoes, a dish out of the sink, put a glass away, none of those things will they do. And they will make a big production out of not doing them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and realize at this point what they're really hoping is that you're going to ask them what's wrong and how they're doing and so forth and so on. But they're going to make you angry and then wonder why you don't ask them how they're doing. All right. So for those of you that are in situations <clears throat> where you've had kids and maybe you were married you're, or in a relationship where you had children with somebody and now you're trying to find it, like, love again with somebody else that has kids from another uh, person. Right. There's going to be some issues that you need to expect. Absolutely. And, you know, when you're in this joyous bliss of this new right. relationship, you're probably not paying too much attention to what's going on with your kid. Right. Unfortunately. Now, I'm sure you're taking care of the kid and sure. taking them to appointments if they need to go. But I don't think it's obvious to the adults what a disaster this feels like for the kids. It feels like their world is ending. Yes, it really does. And you're relieved. You're out of a dis difficult situation. You're looking forward to a better situation. And the kid doesn't see anything any better coming along. Mm -hmm. You know? You know, when my um, dad uh, left my mom mm -hmm. when I was, I don't know, two years old, and he started dating someone else, I hated my stepmother. Um, I just yeah. found her to be mean mm -hmm. and um, a bully, and I just didn't like her. And I was, you know, really little. Now, I'm sure that part of it was out of a loyalty to my mom. I didn't want to leave my mom. I didn't want to go to of my dad. They yeah. painted my dad to be a villain. Right. And granted, he made some choices that he yep. regrets. But my mom didn't help the situation. No. So I could speak from a, a child that went through this. Yes. And, and give my perspective because I lived that. You know, I was very loyal to my mom. And so it didn't matter how good my stepmom was because according to my dad, she was good to me. I don't remember that. There were things that I remember that, you know, she was trying to discipline me right. or in ways that my mom didn't, and I was very upset about that. You want me to what? Yeah. Now, granted, I may have been right because my ex-stepmom did a lot of messed up things to my dad, uh, cheated on him, stole money. So you were right. So I personally think <laughs> my instincts were right on, and, you know, my stepsister... 
had a lot of emotional issues probably because of her relationship with her mother. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I know that there were a lot, there's a lot there that I won't get into, but my gut was like, I don't like this woman. Mm -hmm. And I was probably right. Yep. You know, I saw something that my dad didn't because right. my dad was in this state of, whoa, this wonderful woman is going to save me from this marriage that isn't working. That's right. And kids have loyalty to both parents. And they hear from each parent often about how bad the other one is. <clears throat> and it's, it's gut-wrenching for them. Yes, you feel very torn. It's you feel loyal, yeah. like you have to be loyal. Yeah. And usually moving is involved in this situation at some point because mm. you've moved out of the home where you all live together. And you may be moving into a home just with one of your parents mm -hmm. or you may be combining households. They will not support you in this endeavor. Could you move this pair of socks from one house to the other? No. Um, and I've heard numerous times of how angry and hurt parents are when kids have refused to help with anything. Mm -hmm. Okay? Anything. So, the advice would be, if you're in any kind of a transition state like that, talk to your kids about it early on and try to involve them in the conversation. Um, and then, remember you got two people, each of whom have angry kids. And Lord help you if you say anything about your partner's children. Not only that, but the kids are going to be very attentive to how each other is treated. And if they don't think it's fair, they're going to make your life a living hell. Yes, they are. They're going to be like, wait a minute, he got to do this, I didn't get that, she got to do this, I didn't, and vice versa. They're both going to do it. And, you know, kids need to be treated slightly differently. Every kid doesn't operate the same. How I act is not going to be the same as my, you know, my sister did, you know, my... My dad had a daughter with my stepmom, the, the one I was mentioning, and so, of course, they, we need to be parented different. Right. And so they can't parent us the same. They can try and be as fair as possible, but, you know, that kid grew up with a different set of parents, of and now course. all of a sudden... Yes, you're supposed to, yeah, blame And now we're up. supposed to have the same rules? I didn't have his rules. Now no. you want me to have those rules? Yep. I don't want those rules, right? You get yes. angry. Yes, you do. <laughs> Um, so anyway, here's this poor happy couple we had on page one, and now that we're on page two, things are just not as rosy as they were before. Yeah. Um, so... I've seen a lot of relationships end because of this. I have too. Yeah. And I've known of several cases now where I've talked with people who have tried to combine the families and ended up not being able to do it that the kids acted out so, and fought with each other so, and were so angry and upset and desperate um, that they They're had to separate. They're going to sabotage it at all, yeah, at that, any cost. And that parents have had to separate again into two separate households, um, and then struggle with their own relationship because they may still want to stay together. Okay? Who was the um, lady who was doing the conscious uncoupling? Uh, is that Gwyneth Paltrow? I don't know. Anyway, recently there was a lady who talked about she was separating from her husband who was also famous and she said she was going to do conscious uncoupling. But what that translated into, they had tried a blended family and tried to blend their children and had found out that it was a total disaster. Mm. Okay. It um, can be. It can be, yes. 
And unfortunately, this is just the reality if you've had children with somebody or you're dating somebody with children. Absolutely. Because maybe you don't have kids, but they do. Or they maybe do. you have kids yeah. that you don't, but your kids have yep. to accept them or yep. y y their kids have to accept you. It's not an easy thing. And, you know, chances are you're overlooking some of your partner's red flags and their kids' red flags right. because you're so happy about being in this new relationship. And, yeah, and you may disagree with how your partner handled things. Oh, yeah, that's if, big. If my girlfriend had taken her daughter to therapy, we might not have had all these problems. Well, she chose not to do it. It was her right as an adult to make that decision. Or maybe your partner doesn't want to discipline the child the yeah. way that you do. You do, or, yeah, in, or, doesn't set limits mm -hmm. the same way. Um, a lot of problems a I've lot seen. of problems potentially and first and foremost you have to acknowledge the child's relationship with the other parent no matter how angry and hurt you are at your ex you have to acknowledge and support that your child still has a relationship with that person and it can particularly if there's court stuff involved it can feel like the child is being disloyal to you yeah but if it's going to work you're going to have to get by that and you're really really going to have to communicate with your grumpy adolescent which is not the easiest job in the world mm -hmm. um, you seem upset no i'm not leave me alone i'm just playing video games for the next 20 years so there so you can't badmouth the ex in the child's presence. Um, and when you realize you're really serious with this new potential partner, you have to talk with your children about that. Okay? And it doesn't mean that you think they're either their mother or their father that you're leaving is a terrible person or, you know, cursed to hell already or any of those things, even though it may feel that way. Well, the other thing is, is that if there had been any cheating involved, oh, yeah. then they're really oh, going to be yes, angry. Absolutely. You're oh, the person yes. that broke up this That's marriage. That's right. Kids don't understand no. that, you know, the marriage wasn't working, the relationship wasn't working, and that's why the person cheated. It's, oh, this new person caused this cheating. Right. So why will hate you forever? You I'll ruined my forever. family. And it has to be explained to them. And... There's nothing I would recommend more than a family therapist to help you work through some of this, okay? Um, and people tend to say, oh, the kids are okay. And then, of course, they're not. And then you find out quickly that they're not when they fully realize the implications of all of this. And I always, I hope other people remember this. Um, do you remember the, uh, the classic music, uh, Sound of Music yeah. thing? And when the, the new nanny first comes, who was, of course, Julie Andrews, they're having dinner on the second or third night, and they put a pine cone on her chair. And she sat down and, of course, was extremely uncomfortable through the entire dinner. Mm -hmm. um, and, of course, then they came to love her. But um, so she sat on it through dinner and then said to them, how come you did this? She does call them on it. Mm -hmm. um, but that's the kind of behavior you're going to get. They might not literally do a pine cone, but they're mm -hmm. going to let you know they're not happy. And that wasn't even a new spouse. You know, that was a governess. All right? Yeah. Um, therapy is always available. Um, and I strongly recommend, before you go too far into this, that you do it with your children because the more you communicate with your children the better this is going to go and they don't always want to communicate but you can't take no for an answer I'm here to love you whether you like it or not 
all right? I'm going to be loving to you and I'm going to care about you no matter how mad you are. And of course they don't know what to do with that. But the Brady Bunch was unfortunate, you know? Um, do we all remember the Brady Bunch? Of course. Bunch? Okay. I have, to, I have to check on the age thing every <laughs> once in a while. I remember the Brady yeah. Bunch. But remember they were... He had four kids of his own. He had four boys. She Is had it four, four or three. I don't three. Know. three, 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 each. three. That's right. And they all became the Brady Bunch. Mm -hmm. um, probably. And then you hear how it really went down on the set of the Brady Bunch. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and that sounds a little bit more realistic. That sounds a little bit more realistic. So we wish you well when you go for a new relationship and you try to blend and combine your families, but please be aware. Um, that that's one of the major hazards. What would you say as far as the child being loyal to the other parent? What What is a helpful way to deal with that? That loyalty bind is absolutely brutal, okay? Um, and what you want to do is get them out of that situation. I know you you love your mother and you should love your mother and you know I loved your mother I know you know why you do. Mm -hmm. You have to acknowledge that it's okay mm -hmm. because they feel the loyalty bind before you even know it's a possibility. Oh yeah. Um, you know and I remember hearing from a six-year-old one time and I thought wow and she said my parents have split up and she said if I live with my mother I'm gonna miss my dad and if I live with my dad I'm gonna miss my mother and then she cried for a full ten minutes and there was little you could say to console her because she was absolutely right. That's exactly what I was thinking when you yeah, said she that. Was what, absolutely what can you tell her? Right. Yeah. But each parent has to let the child know that it's okay to love the other one and we're not going to put you in a loyalty bind. All right. Yeah. Now you can't control what the other partner is going to do, what your ex is going to do. And they may put them in a loyalty bind, but you're not going to do that. And just that you acknowledge that they're in that position will save you years of trouble, okay? Yep. Um, and we had a client who had sense enough. Um, he took his son to family therapy um, to understand all the hazards here, um, and then it still didn't work out for other reasons. But of all the people we've talked with, I think he seems to be the only one who realized that he probably needed to take his son to therapy before we even tried this. Mm -hmm. And he was quite right. All right, so remember that it's an option. Yeah, tough situation. It can be. But you gotta be aware of it. Yeah. So, you know, if you have kids or you're dating someone that has kids, think about it. Think about the difficulties that are going to come along. They're not adults. Yeah, they're not adults. And they don't understand. They can look like adults and it's very deceptive and they can be very articulate, um, but they're not. And, you know, there's no situation in the world where kids, even grown-ups, still hope for their parents to get back together. Yeah. And even when it's not going to happen. So we don't want them in that situation hoping that something's going to happen that just isn't. And they have to grieve. They will be sad. There's no way to prevent that. Nope. Okay? And we want you all to live happily ever after. It would be nice. Yes, it would. Okay. So if you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype. Margaret is available for Skype coaching. Yes, I am. Feel free to sign up with me. I'd love to talk with you. Just click on Margaret on the top of the website to do that. Remember to subscribe to the channel 
And if you want to find us on podcasts, we're now available on Spotify and iTunes and Google Podcasts and more. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon.